this world famous painter in the in the prime of her career who started to lose her eyesight and fearful that she might lose her life as a painter she went to see the best eye surgeon in the world and after several weeks of delicate surgery and therapy her eyesight was restored and very grateful she offered to repaint the doctor's office including creating a mural of a gigantic eye on one wall. And when she had finished, she then held a a press conference to unveil her latest work of art. And during the press conference, one reporter noticed the mural and went up to the doctor and asked, so doctor, what was your first reaction to your newly painted office and especially this beautiful large eye mural on the wall? And the doctor smiled. He said, well, I said to myself, thank heavens, I'm not a proctologist. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is over, thankfully. Finally. Yes? And now you can hear all the Christmas music if you didn't hear it before. I started hearing some before uh, Thursday, and I was like, don't we wait till Friday, till Thanksgiving, or till Christmas music began? But now Thanksgiving is over. Christmas season has begun. The music will be playing everywhere. And finally, that Thanksgiving dinner is over. Oh, I know a lot of you had wonderful Thanksgiving dinners, but you remember going to your family and family dinner, the big dinner where there was uncles and cousins and everybody, grandparents. And isn't it great to know that you don't have to talk to uncle so-and-so about politics anymore or or convince that other relative, whoever it might be, that the science of mind is not Scientology or that new thought is not new age or that the law of attraction is always working no matter what's going on positive or negative. And now we don't have to gorge on food for another month at least, and then we'll have more parties to gorge on, especially if you have work parties, work holiday parties. Aren't you thankful for that? (laughs) Well, Thanksgiving has a lot of emotional heat associated with it. And of course, with any gathering of family and and especially, um, (coughs) and also, your, your outlying friends that you might um, uh, bring to a large Thanksgiving dinner. And of course, um, the true Thanksgiving story, if you think about it, has a lot of heat uh, about that. And uh, in fact, I don't even call it Thanksgiving anymore. It's To me, it's Gratitude Day or Gratitude Weekend. And that's what we've been talking about all month, being in gratitude, reminding ourselves of this spiritual practice called gratitude. We sometimes forget that the most important part of Thanksgiving, of the Thanksgiving dinner, of the Thanksgiving holiday, of the Thanksgiving weekend is not (laughs) Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but it's giving thanks 
Do you have that tradition of going around the table and speaking something you're thankful for? It's a great tradition. I love that. I think that's really fun and exciting and it makes the, uh, the dinner and the gathering more deep. But I want to ask you, how long do we keep that idea, that attention, that attitude of gratitude, as they say, going? After the holidays are all over, after the, the games on TV are complete, after the dishes are washed and the guests are all gone, are we still keeping that attitude of gratitude? Are we still grateful for things in our lives? Not in just some... <clears throat> Not in just some way because I'm bringing it up, but truly in thinking about it, in saying in your mind or in your mouth or writing it down, saying out loud that you're grateful for this, that, or the other. And what is gratitude for that matter? More than words. Gratitude is more than the words thank you. A gentleman named Henri Frederic Amiel said thankfulness is the beginning of gratitude. Gratitude is the completion of thankfulness. Thankfulness may consist merely of words, but gratitude is shown in acts. I think gratitude may be at least one of, if not the most important spiritual practice. Gratitude is contemplative. Gratitude is being in the now. Gratitude is um, is a prayer in that all words that we say and feel and believe are prayers, are um, something coming out of our belief systems, are something we are telling the law about to manifest into our lives. And this is no new agey, positive thinking, hippy-dippy, namaste kind of idea here. This, this idea of gratitude is scientifically supported. There's an old saying, if you've forgotten the language of gratitude, you'll never be on speaking terms with happiness. And speaking of scientific reasoning about, behind this practice of gratitude, David Destano, Destano, excuse me, professor of psychology at Northeastern University and the author of Emotional Success, The Power of Gratitude, Compassion, and Pride. He wrote this, gratitude is an emotion that we feel when we believe that someone or something has given us something that we couldn't easily achieve on our own. People tend to think that gratitude is this passive thing. Oh, you know, somebody helped me in the past, and that's great. But the reason we have an emotion, and I would say feeling, is because it's designed to change what we do next, to be powerful in that way. And by next, he means now, right now. When you express your gratitude, whichever way you want to express it, out loud, in writing, in, or just in thought. We put our minds in this, in this idea of now. We are thinking of now and the next moment of now and the future being now. 
and the changes that he's talking about. I've looked at, well, not all of them, but there's at least 40 or more research studies about the idea of gratitude, about the practice of gratitude. And in all of those studies, and, and some of them I did, I did read or at least read the summaries of them, like Rumi said, wear, wear gratitude like a cloak and it will feed every corner of your life. When we wear gratitude like this jacket, it will feed every corner of my life and of your life. Our happiness factor increases because of, well, emotionally, we become more resilient and relaxed when we are in gratitude. Personality becomes more optimistic. Our self-esteem increases. We are less materialistic, less thoughts of lack and limitation, less self-centered thoughts. When we are in gratitude, are any narcissistic um, ideation we may have gets lessened because appreciation is something that opens us up. Now, these are all things that they discovered in these scientific studies. I'm not just talking of spirituality here or, 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 you know, nice new age, new thought stuff here. This is, these are results from their testing. People become socially kinder when they're in the attitude of gratitude. Relationships become deeper. Careers have improved decision-making because there's increased productivity. Goals become achieved because they are grateful, not just for having the job, but they're grateful for the results of their personal talents in their profession, in their career, in their job. Health-wise, people are less sick. They get increased energy. They get increased longevity. They get better sleep when they realize and speak the ideas of what they're grateful for. Tony Robbins said, when you're grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. Because gratitude gives you power. Gratitude gives you courage. Gratitude makes you realize the great things there are in your life, no matter what's going on in your life. An attitude of abundant possibilities starts to grow when we are grateful for what we have, whether it's a little bit or a lot of it. And here's a practice that, according to three studies, can increase your long-term well-being by more than 10%. And a study in Emotion Magazine reported that the same mental impact as doubling your income shows up in your practice of gratitude. And here's, here's, here's a way to do it. Here's a, here's a practice for you to do. Every few days, you don't have to do this every day, every few days for just five minutes, stop and reflect on things you're grateful for. Add it to your time of affirmation, right when you're right after you're doing your or right before your affirmative incantation when you're in contemplation when you're in meditation when you're in affirmative prayer practice or maybe 
start a specific journal for your gratitude. All of those ideas are part of your five minutes, a few times a week, gratitude exercise, which will increase all those things I was just talking about. Knowing you're thankful for what you have received and grateful for being receptive to your good triggers these positive feedback loops. Loops, they're loops. As Marianne Williamson said, gratitude is an opener of locked up blessings. You're reminding yourself of some of the great things in your life. And don't we all need that now and again? I read this story about a gentleman named John Kralik. His life was a disaster. He was miserable. He was broke. He was overweight. He was on his second divorce, and he was living in some crummy apartment in L.A. with no air conditioning. He was an attorney, and he couldn't afford to pay his employees their Christmas bonuses because his clients weren't paying their bills on time and sometimes not paying them at all. It's just junk going around all, all parts of his life. And one day he was on a hike. It was a New Year's Day, actually. One of those days we contemplate things. And he had an epiphany. And he decided that his goal was to write one thank you note each day for the next year. For a total of 365 thank you notes, he was going to start that very day. Because he wanted to find a reason to be thankful and grateful every single day of his life. And incredibly enough, there were things right there under his nose to be thankful for that he never noticed at all. That he allowed to just float away in the junk ideas that were going on in his head that brought the junk in his life. And John learned that writing the thank you notes over the course of the year taught him to value the good things and created a discipline of positive focus, of optimal focus. Gratitude presses outwards and that creates good feelings in the universe. A lot of that comes back to you eventually, he said. It gives you a certain amount of peace and confidence that you've had a great life and you have had a lot going on for you. John ended up writing a book about these experiences, and that has become a blessing of gratitude that keeps on giving and receiving. And in his life now, the gratitude loop continues. That reminds me of something Joe Dispenza wrote about gratitude. He said, gratitude is a powerful emotion to use for manifesting because normally we feel gratitude after we receive something. Now, let me take a break here from his quote and remind you that, do I not remind you that every once in a while about gratitude? So the emotional signature, continuing with Dr. Joe, so the emotional signature of gratitude means it has already happened. When you are thankful or you feel appreciation, you are in the ultimate state to receive. When you embrace gratitude, your body as the unconscious mind will begin to believe it is in that future reality in the present moment. Yeah. Gratitude for what you have declared to have in your life. 
imagining it, feeling the experience of it becomes part of your belief system, part of your manifestation system, and then, of course, part of your life. It's an act of awareness, really, versus politeness. It's something to feel. Yes, of course, it's polite to say thank you and polite to be in gratitude, but it's a state, an act of awareness that really makes gratitude powerful in your life and powerful to the person that you may be thanking or being in appreciation uh, to or in gratitude to and expressing that to them verbally because you're really feeling it. You're not just saying it to be polite. The spiritual practice of gratitude, of thanking you, Y-O-U, the big you, you yourself, is the act of pausing and putting a light upon and, and taking in what's working versus what's not working. Focusing on the good. Focusing on everything that you have already. Most of us tend to live in a program of survival. You know, we may have nine great things going on in our life, but then we focus on that one that's not working and we get stuck in this boo-hoo-hoo, woe-is-me attitude. But others live in what I call thrival. They focus on the nine great, the nine great things with a woe-is-me attitude. That's what they focus on. That doesn't mean they ignore and don't act on what needs to be acted on, on something that is not positive in their lives. Of course, you got to take action. You got to figure it out. You might have to fix something, heal something. But what they really focusing on is the nine great things that is going on. My life, wow, my life is great. And I'll get this other thing great as well. So when they focus on those nine great things and they focus on having a wow is me attitude, it opens themselves to the infinite possibilities of the universe, which will bring solutions for the things not working so well. And then having more gratitude for learning from those things that were not working so well and being grateful for the education and the gratitude and success loop goes on and on and flourishes. Gratitude is an elevated state of mind. And being in a state of mind of gratitude, being in a state of mind to receive draws things to you. To have received goodness draws more goodness to you. It is an energy of being that is an acceptance of our good in the presence. When we accept our good, we attract more good. Like I was saying when I interrupted my quote from Dr. Joe, in the fourth step of spiritual mind treatment, which is a part of any affirmative prayer, there's always some sort of gratitude in affirmative prayer. Feelings carry these thoughts into belief and thus into manifestation. The feelings of gratitude, of appreciation, of being thankful for what you have declared you are to have in your experience brings that experience because, like I've said, and like, like Dr. Joe said in that quote, 
you've already accepted to having that which you have declared in your prayer or your meditation or your affirmative incantation or affirmation. Jean-Baptiste Massieu said gratitude is the memory of the heart. It is part of your heartfelt, heart-based intelligence when you're working your life. Einstein said, I think I've used this quote before, there are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Back to science from their research, the greatest the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California in Berkeley advises one to do a few things. They have a long list. I'm just going to list a few. Be as specific as possible, just like in affirmative prayer, just like in your manifestation practices. Specificity is key to fostering gratitude, just like in manifestation. Go for depth over breadth in your details, get deep and pointed and specific versus wide. I'm talking about all the great, wonderful things in my life. Be specific, what great, wonderful things? This one, that one, that one. And get personal. Have gratitude about people over things. You can be grateful for things, but uh, maybe you're grateful for, um, the thoughts you've had, the work you've had uh, um, in your mental spiritual practice, as well as the actions you took from the intuition you allowed to come in, in gratitude. So being grateful to yourself for doing the work. See good things as gifts, relish and revel in your good fortune and prosperous consciousness. They are gifts that you have given yourself. They are miracles which you have made on your own. Be grateful for those and savor the surprises. Maybe something showed up unexpectedly. Enjoy those. Be grateful for those. Appreciate those. And if you find yourself in your, your practice of gratitude and, and writing them down maybe in a journal or speaking them out loud or even, even saying, uh, giving your gratitude to someone verbally, zero in on a new reason. You may be grateful for your spouse and you may tell him, her, or they, how grateful for you, for them, having them in your life. But uh, there's a different reasons. There's a multitude of reasons. Maybe the next time you say that, have a new reason. Because there's many. Go deep, go specific. Gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. Gratitude helps even if you don't share it. You can write letters that you may never send or letters that you cannot send. Maybe that person isn't even in this um, dimension anymore, in this realm of living anymore. Maybe they've taken their next journey out of the body that you knew them in. You could still write them a letter a letter of gratitude. Many people um, feel the, the, the actual writing brings more intensity in their work, more depth in their work, more heart in their work because of that connection between the pen and your hand. 
and of course your heart and your mind. So you may write this letter, but you may never send it. Gratitude has long lasting effects on the brain. And they've, they've proven that in, in functional MRIs. Meister Eckhart, Meister Eckhart again, love Meister Eckhart. He said, if the only prayer you said in your whole life was thank you, that would suffice. If the only prayer you said in your life was thank you, or I appreciate you, or I am in great gratitude for you in my life, that would suffice. Because that brings you deep and connected to your joy. And your joy comes from vibrating at the speed of the divine. I want to take a, a few moments now to put you through a guided meditation about gratitude. And I want you to take a moment to center yourself. I'm going to bring in some, uh, some music just to have under this. Take a deep breath with me. I want you to fill your lungs entirely with that beautiful, wonderful air that we are grateful for having here. Hold it. One, let your breath out through your mouth, please. Take a couple of those again. Three, two, one, exhale. If you're doing something, please stop for a few moments. Put your feet on the ground, sit down. Take a deep breath with me again. Hold. Three, two, one, and let it out. Close your eyes if it's comfortable for you. In through your nose, filling your lungs with that beautiful air, knowing that God is, I am, that one power, that one presence, that creative force as you exhale. Feel the energy flowing in your body. Through your feet from the Mother Earth, down from the top of your head, throughout your body from the cosmos, your body vibrates, as this. Allow those energies to meet at the base of your spine. And just let that energy drop back to the earth, to the center of the earth. Maybe you could imagine a cord, a string, lightning bolts sending that beautiful energy from the Mother Gaia and from the universe back into the planet and allow it to recirculate again into your body. Allow those 
energies like the rays of the sun. Vibrate into your body. Go to the frequency. The power of divine love and intelligence. The Tao Te Ching says, when you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Living in gratitude affirms us as abundant beings who give freely, lovingly, and mightily. How awesome would it be to give like the sun? The sun gives because that's its nature. It doesn't give to get feedback in any way. It gives equally to all. It's grand, sun. Generous, abundant, power. When we appreciate the experiences we wish to create, we magnetize them. Through authentic gratitude, each of us becomes a vibrational match to our vision. Whether you desire wealth, or health, better relationships, more abundant and fulfilling job. Appreciate it. If you desire wealth, appreciate wealth. Say to yourself, I appreciate wealth. If you want to live your purpose passionately, seek out and admire people living their own life this way. and appreciate the life. If you desire love and harmony, don't ask for it or complain it's not present. Evoke it and bring that desire to your lover, to your friends, to your business or any context without attachment to particular outcomes or responses. great gratitude of knowing what it is you want in these relationships and these loves and harmonies and evoke them. If you desire spiritual evolution, give to spiritual communities that nourish your soul. And be blessed and grateful for the nourishing of your soul. That's the power of today. And of course, that doesn't have to be about money. You can volunteer your time or offer, offer your services or expertise. Pause and consider what you're grateful for. What are you grateful for? And then say to yourself a mantra of gratitude. Maybe say something like, 
I am grateful for my heart that beats, keeps me alive. Say that after me. I am grateful for my heart that beats and keeps me alive. Say after me, this, I am grateful for my senses that help me perceive the world. Say this simple one after me. I am grateful for my clothes that protect me and keep me warm. I am grateful for the tree nearby that is so, so beautiful and shades me and nourishes me. Another deep breath with me. Honor each breath, each moment. Exhale with praise. Appreciation attunes us to splendor all around, inspiring us all to take care of one another and the earth, and reminding us how precious life is. Slowly open your eyes. And you're going to say this after me. Now say it with me. Pop up a, on the screen what I'm saying. And you can go ahead and say that with me. I am grateful for the I am that I am. I am grateful for the I am that I am. I am grateful for the I am. I am grateful for the I am. I am grateful. I am grateful. I am, I am, I am. My friends, it's time to thank you. You, the power and presence, the great spirit within. You, the light of love and wisdom that is there within you right here, right now. Nothing needs to be added at all. The great power of you, the beauty of life that is available to you from you right here, right now. All that is ready to be switched on at a moment's notice. The great power of you, the creative force, 
that supports you as you, with you. Thank you. When we show up at each and every day with our best love, our best attention, our best intention to freely share the richness of our being, our talents, our time, our treasure, we will have all the courage we could ever need to be our authentic true self. Gratitude assists that. Gratitude supports that. And for this, we can give thanks for the gracious use of our best selves, our highest selves, not only for ourself, but for our family, our community, our planet. And also be in great gratitude of taking our unique place. Each and every one of us has a unique, individualized, God-given place in expressing the creative energy of the universe that we are of that we express, that is of our very essence. Thank you. And hallelujah to the divine in all of us.